of the Kutu Muay Thai podcast is brought to you by PMTLifestyle.com, authentic Muay Thai lifestyle by Kutu. Definitely go check out the website at PMTLifestyle.com for some awesome lifestyle merchandise that's for those of you out there either involved in Muay Thai, looking at getting involved in Muay Thai, and embrace a healthier lifestyle to live the life of Nak Muay. Go check it out. Swati Kap, welcome to this episode of the Kutu Muay Thai podcast. Today is... June 28th, it's Wednesday, a little before 11 a.m. I hope everybody's having a good day, a good week. Whenever you're listening to this, maybe it's a few months from now, a few years from now. Um, Beautiful weather here in Santa Barbara, California. Uh, Finally, we have summer weather in California. It's been like May gray for the past, like, I don't know, two months. Oh, man. Uh, Also, quick side note. Trim your freaking toenails, guys. Trim your freaking toenails. I just realized I have a cut on my arm from somebody's toenail digging into my arm from sparring, man. Come on, guys. Um, uh, kind of going on from there, too. Uh, definitely, like I said, great weather here in California for once uh, this year. The past six months, we had an actual winter in California. Go figure, right? Um, shout out to you our listeners all around the world. Um, what's really cool is our platform that we're on. It shows us all the different countries that we're in. I'm going to get a tally of those list of countries, but shout out to our Australian listeners. We got apparently a big following in Australia. So just wanted to say, what's up? Hope you're doing good down under in Australia. I know it's not Australia, it's Australia. All right, you guys are legends. Thank you for all your support of Pu'u Muay Thai. All right, so... Um, kind of just what been up to, been recovering from when Josh was in town, uh, working a lot at the academy. Uh, we're in the midst of like hiring and all this stuff right now too for front desk stuff, uh, other positions at the academy, summertime staffing, all that good stuff. Um, so I've been slammed and I'm really excited actually for these podcasts. I look forward to them every week now. Um, kind of going along with that is... One of the little projects I've been doing is working on building out like our actual like merch, not just print on demand stuff on our online shop, but um, adding in more items that are like at the distribution center can be shipped relatively fast. Uh, that are like hard stuff that's already produced. So uh, one of the things I did is we had our or my book, preparing for your first Muay Thai fight. If you didn't know, I wrote a book. I released it in 2020. The book is based on the guide and systems that we use to prepare our competitors in-house at our academy. So for fighters, right? Not just for fighters, though. It's called preparing for your first Muay Thai fight. That's more of a marketing thing. But literally, it's for anybody that's involved in Muay Thai, a coach. I've been having a lot of coaches reach out to me that are using this book as like a way, like a guide for their students, right? Like, hey, read this book, do these things. And then come talk to me. And there's been a lot of awesome results just this past weekend. Um, my friend Rico Steele and DH, they reached out from RS Martial Arts, Junction City, Kansas. Um, they brought home, I think, six uh, championship belts from, or championship titles, 
I should say, from the TBASA tournament. More on that later. Um, but he said that our book helped his team be prepared for that. Uh, so it's not something that it's only for new people. I call it that because so many people ask me, right, or ask our team, ask our coaches, uh, our fighters, like, hey, how do I get started doing this? What do you do to prepare for a fight, all right? So that's my answer to that, and that's why I call it that. In 2020, during that time, obviously, we were deemed a non-essential business. If you go back on the podcast, we were doing like our podcast underground with some people on there. Um, we were pretty much strapped for cash, right? So my friend Matt Lucas encouraged me to publish something. Uh, he's been here on the podcast as well. Uh, shout out to Matt Lucas. Hello, world. Um, yeah, so I had this guide laying around. And I wasn't even sure if we were going to be able to reopen at the time. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I think we might go out of business. So I might as well publish this thing. So I published uh, basically our, our secret sauce. It's not really that secret, though. It's just formalized. It's in the form of a guide. So like, if you're not a reader, it's fine. It's it's a good thing. you got to go, go through it. It tells you all the equipment you need, how to start running, some beginner running training protocols, how to build into more advanced running training protocols, and about conditioning, your mental mindset, bag drills, stretching, and like I said, mental preps, your sparring drills, what your pad routines can look like, leading up every week of the fight, leading up to your fight, like fight week, what you should be doing, um, as well as like, uh, you know, the visualization on fight day, like how you mind should be and then and then after too so it's had a lot of benefits because i've seen a lot of commonalities between beginners and and just people who have been fighting in in the game a while and there's this mindset of like hey um it's all about me right yeah when you're in the ring it's all about you but what happens after right what happens after your fight what happens after your competition do you just get fat gain 30 pounds no man so i talk about this stuff in there and it's very important because I see people are even seasoned veterans that make these mistakes, right? And if they didn't make these mistakes, they would probably be one at more active. They'd probably perform better and their team would probably appreciate it as well as their coach. So um, everybody wins across the board, all right? Uh, I have signed copies of my book. They're available at pmtlifestyle.com in the online store. They're signed copies. I signed them myself. I sent them to the Fulfillment Warehouse. They'll ship direct to you worldwide. Anywhere in the world, you can get these. All right? Um, and I, it's one of those things that I've been having so many people reach out. And uh, my brother actually is like, man, I want to see more content on the book. Uh, because it is really like one of those gems that we have at the, our academy that a lot of our students like don't understand what is in there. So that's why I'm making this. So I hope that gives you more clarification if, you, if you're listening to this. And if you don't have the book, man, go get it. It's 20 bucks. Uh, it's $10 on Amazon Kindle, right? You don't need to have a Kindle to, you know, read on Amazon. Uh, and if you don't want to order direct, you don't want to sign copy, you can pay the same amount. Go get it from Amazon.com. Just type in preparing for your first Muay Thai fight. Um, along with that, too... I was actually uh, asked to do uh, uh, potentially do a book signing at the Martial Arts History Museum in Burbank, California. I am I was kind of like blown away. Um, you know, even the idea of doing that and being part of like Martial Arts History Museum 
for me, I'm like nerding out on the inside because I love martial arts. Um, there's a lot of people that are inducted into that martial arts hall of fame there, and uh, just to be around that, all right, it, I think is is pretty amazing. Um, so stay tuned on that. I uh, would love to connect with some of you in person down there. Uh, come get me copies of the book, get them signed, or even just come out and come, you know, drop an eat, sleep, teep with me. Happy to do it uh, and see everybody out there, all right? But that's that's what I've been up to. Um, you know, I've been working on, I'm finally over this head cold. And, um, you know, after my mar- I ran a marathon, um, and I'm finally, like, recovered from the marathon. Then I got really gnarly sinus infection. So now I'm back training, back running, um, back doing some strength training. I'm in my strength cycle, so I'm easing back off running. I'm still running, just not doing as much. And I'm going back into uh, more training and stuff like that, too. Uh I have a question here from Connor James Tomey on TikTok. He says, do you know any Muay brand? Yeah, of course, man. The original Muay Thai. Um, kind of going into uh, next year, you know, talking about Muay brand and, and Muay Thai. And shout out to those of you on TikTok who are dropping those likes. Uh, Connor James, I appreciate you, man. But yeah, uh, Muay brand, the OG Muay Thai, right? A lot of techniques in Muay Thai are taken from Muay brand. Going into that, so we have one Lumpkini 23 this Friday, all right? So um, this episode should come out on Friday morning. So if you're listening to this on Friday morning, chances are you could turn on one Lumpini because one Lumpini, uh, if you're on the West Coast, that is. So one Lumpini is on uh, Friday night live from Bangkok, all right? It is streamed absolutely 100% for free on YouTube, all right, for us here in the West. If you're in Thailand, what's going to happen is you can watch it on TV. Things like Channel 7, something like that. They took over a primetime TV slot uh, in Thailand. It was actually a pretty freaking big deal um, in Thailand. So they took over like a soap opera that was like big following and stuff like that too. Going into that, I'm just going to have a little sip of coffee. Shout out to our friends at Old Town Coffee over here in Santa Barbara. They also have one in Goleta. I'm not sponsored, not endorsed, just like to support small business. I go there way too much. All right, so um, going back onto One Lupini, you can watch the video on demand. They're on there on YouTube 100% for free. It's Muay Thai, kickboxing, and MMA. They do an event for free, for free, guys. You pay, so many people pay for these like shitty UFC fight night events. Don't get me wrong, UFC has some good stuff, but a lot of that stuff's garbage, all right? It's stuff that you shouldn't have to pay for. And the production quality is insane for a free event. Like, I watched it on, like, HGTV. I'm like, holy crap, this is free? Like, this is, it blows my mind because when I started, like, watching stuff on, I sound like an old guy, like, back in my day, when I started, it's like watching grainy old videos on video CD. If you don't know what video CD is, go type in VCD video, and you can see how bad that was, all right? That's how we started watching fights. And it was like old shit that you, like, you know, someone happened to like bootleg from Thailand and bring over. So it's an amazing opportunity to be able to watch it. That is true. UFC isn't great anymore. Preferred one championship. Yeah. <clears throat> like I said, don't get me wrong. Like, UFC has great events. I don't think one championship's MMA division is quite like where UFC is at, but it's getting there. Right? You have some top level competitors that are from UFC that UFC dropped the ball with, in my opinion. And they're bringing them along. Um, with one, 
it's very important to understand that um, they also have pay-per-view events. But if you have Amazon Prime, do you have Amazon Prime? Because if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch their pay-per-view events for free. All right. One championship, their numbered events, their pay-per-view events. They are. If you have Amazon Prime, is on Amazon Prime TV. You can watch the video on demand on there at any time. All right, or you can watch the live stream. So, just something to keep in mind. You don't have to download this janky Fight Pass app and put in your details and deal with their billing. You deal with Amazon Prime's billing. It's super easy. I highly recommend it. I'm not endorsed by one championship. Uh, by any means, this is purely for me as like a enthusiast of Muay Thai. And shout out Connor James, thanks for spamming the likes, man. I do this all the time for live streamers too on TikTok. You're a gem, man. Thank you so much. Um, kind of going through uh, on that is these people that think like, oh, you're getting paid. No, I don't get paid from these people. This is strictly me wanting to grow the sport, and this is a great way to do it. Create awareness about Muay Thai right in real martial arts like i said i'm a martial arts nerd uh but this friday um we have you know a very exciting night fight uh, you know for muay thai fight fans also there's some mma as well uh there's going to be a basically a, a very big showdown between uh petsenlek pk sanchai and he's gonna be fighting against my friend Konklai any muay thai if you haven't see our last talent training camp we're hanging out with Konklai, known him since he was like 16 um, you know, he's coming off of his fights from against Super Ball, so not Super Bond, Super Ball. Uh, they had a trilogy in where they fought down south and they fought on one Lupini, had a performance tonight bonus. Then Super Ball came out and he ended up like almost knocking out Kong Klai, uh, in, in closing out that trilogy. But shout out to Kong Klai. Um, this is going to be, like I said, live broadcast live from Lupini Stadium. All right. And this is guaranteed, guys. This is going to be a very exciting bout. So they're wearing the small gloves. Konklai has a strong... He likes to use his boxing. But what you don't know is that he's actually a strong knee fighter. But they've been adjusting their style because there's more and more... Like, the clinch in Muay Thai in Thailand, they're starting to break it a lot sooner than they used to. So rather than bitch and moan about it, uh, Jake and his team over at Kitkem Torn... They modified their training and adapted to the sport. They started practicing more with their punching and their boxing. Because the small gloves are a game changer. All right? They are a big game changer. It's one of the highest knockout ratios of any combat sport uh, program. All right? 1FC. So go check that out. And it has to do with those small gloves and the high-level striking. All right? Konklai, obviously, he so he likes to throw hands. He will stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with somebody. So the thing is that Petsenlek P.K. Sanchai, he's also a heavy puncher. He's more like a Moy Mott fighter. He likes to throw a lot of hands, too. So this is going to be a freaking barn burner. And I'm going to say it's probably going to be a performance of the night bonus. I, I hope for both of them. Uh, one FC, is it called? Yes, one championship, one FC. So um, kind of going through for him. There's also a, a co-main event feature, 27-year-old Thai-Japanese newcomer, Beckham of Big Win Champion Gym, who will face Bulgarian fighter Anton Petrov, a winner from uh, one Lumpini 10. Uh, there's other matches that are on there that are very promising in MMA as well, scheduled for the event. And I, like I said, I'm really excited to see uh, Kung Clyde make his return to one championship. Um, go watch it live on YouTube. It is going to be an amazing free event. All right, go watch the video on demand later if you're at work. And just so you guys know, on Fridays here in the West, we're very, very lucky. 
Friday morning, you have one championship, one Lumpini, right? Friday night for us, it's Saturday morning in Thailand, is Yan Fairtex Fight Promotions, also live and free on YouTube, also from Lumpini Stadium. Connor James on TikTok says, I look forward to that. I'd like to see how the Japanese do Muay Thai. I wonder if they've added their own style to it. Yeah, you know, the, the Japanese, um, you know, been doing this cross-training with Thailand for a long time, man. But I think it's going to be interesting to see uh, how that battle goes as well. Um, you know, and I, I was talking a little bit about these Muay Thai tournaments, all right? Kind of closing the chapter on one Lumpini 23. Go check it out, guys. The TBASA tournament was this past weekend in uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Um, one of the biggest, it's actually not one of the biggest, it is the biggest tournament in North America. I think it's honestly one of the biggest Muay Thai tournaments in the world. Um, and it takes place, yeah, there's four days of fighting. They usually have like three or four rings that are set up to you. I've worked there as an official. It is, it is taxing on the officials. Shout out to all of them who are keeping the rings and the fighters safe. So, Again, just congratulations to everybody who competed. Uh, I know there's a lot that goes into that. And for those that don't know about the tournament, is there's these tournaments all over the U.S. So there's a TBSA tournament. They do a small one, like the Tournament of Champions, also out there. But then on the West Coast, we have the U.S. Muay Thai Open. U.S. Muay Thai Open. If you are not doing these tournaments and you are an amateur athlete or have aspirations to compete as an amateur, you need to be doing these tournaments. All right, you need to be doing these tournaments. Make those trips to Thailand, like my friend Josh was saying too, like my friend Matt Lucas has been preaching for years. You need to be going to these tournaments. All right, you're getting the most bang for your buck. Um, you know, I have a whole document. If you're interested, let me know. Hit me up um, about breaking down the cost of like a fight, amateur fight event. If people might be thinking here, if you didn't know, here in the U.S., you got to pay to fight. It's pay to play. All right. For amateur, you got to pay to fight. So for like a single fight night event, you're going to be paying around 1200 bucks uh, for one fight, and it might get canceled. Okay, I've talked about it on here before. The, your opponent might pull out, might not show up to weigh-ins, they may not make weight. And everybody gets canceled, that's 1200 bucks down the drain. Whereas if you spend about 1800 bucks to 2200 bucks for uh, getting to like these tournaments, you have potential to fight like three or four times, right? So then that cost per bout, goes way down so the the average for that of course you're wearing headgear shin guards all that stuff but the experience you get from that is going to help you in those dual meet fight night events when you go into like fighting professionally or if we start going to these other tournaments such as the amazing muay thai festival by held by wbc muay thai also this past weekend in venice italy shout out to team usa you guys brought home some bling bling all right uh, our friend Travis Petrabo is over there fighting Gabe David, who's also been on the podcast too. Um, shout out to those guys. Great people. Uh, if you haven't watched uh, or listened to those episodes, go back, listen to Gabe David, Travis Petralba. Travis Petralba was over on our like COVID underground podcast. So uh, also an RN, uh, healer by day, punisher by night. Right, Travis? So uh, one of the other things that's important about this too is – uh, for these programs, these um, whole videos with, like, you know, adults, right? People always think about adults, adults fighting, adults fighting, adults. Okay, that's cool and everything, but not, most people are not going to go fight pro and, and represent the country. All right, let's think about the kids. Youth development, all right? 
I, for me, I think is abundantly selfish for an instructor. And it, it's just, it might be lack of education, but I'm telling you this, that if you're not teaching kids or you don't have a youth program, you need to have a youth program. You need to start teaching kids. All right. Very important for the development of our sport in a grassroots way that you probably can't quite see. All right. But I'm going to tell you as an official, as somebody who's been around uh, running Muay Thai Academy for nine plus years now, um, been around Muay Thai industry for 16 plus years, been in Thailand, all this stuff. You need to have a youth program. All right. You need to have a youth program. If you're at a place that does not have a youth program, man, be that person to volunteer to teach the youth classes. All right, go run a youth program. If you need help, because kids, you do have to train them differently. All right, but it's not hard. It's actually easier, in my opinion. All right, this can also uh, help build additional jobs within your martial arts academy, in your Muay Thai academy. All right, if you need help, and you're so one of those people that maybe is trying to volunteer to run their youth program, or you are a Muay Thai Academy owner, a Muay Thai coach, and you want to run a youth program, hit me up, man. Um, just at Muay Thai on Instagram, DM me, say, hey, I listened to the episode about getting started with the youth program, hit me up. Happy to give you some tips, have some guides and stuff like that. Um, it just help you get started, right? Because I want to see Muay Thai grow. All right, I want to see Muay Thai grow. Again, that's why the reasons why we had this podcast, right? So get those youth going because at these tournaments as well, they also have youth divisions, all right? And it's great for the kids to go out there and get this experience around all these people. They see the adults competing, see A-class and stuff like that too. And there's been some great people that came out of it, uh, such as this past weekend, Tierra Brandt out of um, Gilbert, Arizona, I believe she's won the world title, WBC title, over at Rebellion Muay Thai. I think that was the show um, in Australia. All right, she's uh, quote unquote new to pro, but she the thing is she had so much amateur experience in these tournaments. She really stacked it up. Shout out to uh, Dan's gym in Gilbert, Arizona. Congratulations on your big win. Um, I'll just say I am not surprised. All right, so lesson of that segment guys do tournaments if you're not doing tournaments figure out how you can fundraise to go they're not inexpensive right but they actually cost less per bout if you uh break down the costs okay this is something that's coming from someone who's in business a long time you have to understand what this looks like what is your what is the cost what are your expenses? What is the return? The return should be the bout, right? That's what you're investing. You're investing in the future of your career as an amateur, as a semi-pro, and as a professional fighter, all right? You're investing in yourself, and you're investing in the sport, too. So uh, go to, go check those out, usmoitaiopen.com, tbasanctioning.org, uh, I believe is what it is. Um and it, it's very important. And kind of going into this too, this next segment, I want to talk a little bit about performance recovery. All right. What's up, Grasshopper and the Bear over on TikTok? How you doing, Xavier? Hope you're doing good, man. Um, up in the Bay Area. Talk about performance and recovery. There's one thing that I've seen is you can tell who does their stretching, who does their recovery and takes it seriously. All right. Something that I started taking seriously more in like my uh, early 20s. I wish I would have taken advantage of it sooner because I have terribly, terribly flat feet. I was actually told when I was 22 that I should not be running at all by a foot specialist and by a doctor. All right. 
You guys might have just heard me here earlier on this episode. I just ran a marathon. I run. I do all this stuff. I'm now going to be 35. So suck it, doctors. One of those things is recovery, right? Rest and recovery, stretching and strengthening exercises. One of the easiest ones that you can implement is foam rolling. So there's a lot of benefits to this. One of those things is what is called your fascia. Okay, fascia is a sheath that surrounds all your muscles in your body, and it's actually one big sheath all the way from your big toe all the way to the top of your head. Releasing and maintaining fascia in a foam roller can help you with that. So it will actually also help facilitate muscle recovery. Foam rolling aids in the breakdown of soft tissue, adhesions, and scar tissue within the muscle. All right? It also can help boost circulation, much like a massage. Massages, if you can afford time massages a couple times a week, yeah, by all means. But that is not cheap here in the United States. If you're in Thailand, it's like two or three bucks. So <laughs> I always highly encourage people who are training in Thailand to go get massages. But here in the West, if you can't afford that, I can at least. And I'm going to foam roll. All right? It helps promote uh, better blood flow and circulation to the soft tissue. That way you can recover. Get lactic acid out. There's adhesions and stuff like that, too. It also can help increase mobility. You know, just regular foam rolling can help increase the total range of motion. It'll help open up your hips, help open up like your hamstrings, your quads, your calves, your feet, all right, your shoulders, all right, and uh, even like your lats and stuff like that too. And there's a lot of different ways. There's tons of information on YouTube on how to do these foam rollers. You can buy one on Amazon for cheap. I don't even, I'm not even using an affiliate link, guys, because I, I just want you to go get it. Type in foam roller, all right? Go type in foam roller. Uh, but you can go click my link down in the show notes, and I'll still get credit for that. Shh, don't tell anybody, though. All right. Um, but I would appreciate that big time. And one of those things, too, is, like, just kind of the importance of building and maintaining fascia is is very important for sports development. You know, fascia health is per, is performance health. You know, updated science is showing that the healthier fascia leads to better overall athletic performance, helps your body move more economically. Because, again, it's this sheath. We used to think it would do nothing. You know, during anatomy, they used to cut through it, didn't think anything of it. Now they're doing more and more research on it. Also, aids in injury prevention. Well-conditioned fascia is also resilient, can absorb more physical stress, reducing the likelihood of injuries. So if you're doing Muay Thai, you're getting kicked, and it can cause bruising on your fascia right? It can cause damage to that. So this is going to help you strengthen and create more resiliency in your fascia as well. All right. It's also going to help with speed and agility because having healthy fascia can help improve speed and agility and it's crucial in combat sports such as Muay Thai. All right. Uh, not only that, it's also energy storage because fascia tissue stores and releases elastic potential energy, which contributes to explosive athletic movements. All right, so this is very important. And this is why running, or more like jogging, that like they do in Thailand is important. Old school boxers are a big proponent of this too when they're doing those 18 round fights. Because those little, the jogging they do, the slow jogging, helps build up the fascia in the lower limbs. All right, that way you can move around. You know, you see like Muhammad Ali would just kind of float around the ring. He was a big guy. All right, these fighters, I use that name because everybody knows who it is, but there's a lot of fighters that move like that. And part of that is this energy storage from building up their fascia. And sports performance for a long time, like in like 2010s, around that time, was like, oh, you don't need to do long, slow distance cardio. It doesn't do anything for your cardiovascular health. Which, yeah, it, there is better ways to increase your cardiovascular conditioning, but the fascia development 
wasn't being built along with that. So you got to do that long, slow distance cardio as well, right? Uh, or it'll at least help for that. And you have to build that up. You know, you don't need to do it forever. There's some fighters that just did it for a little while, help build it up. And then they start cycling through, right? Very important. Or even like jump rope. You see like, you know, when you do like test out jump rope, just bouncing up and getting that rebound effect that helps build up the fascia in your lower limbs or jumping on a tire. If you guys have been to Thailand, if you train at our academies, jumping on a tire is a good way to help build up that fascia as well. So let's get back to the foam rolling stuff too. Uh, connecting foam rolling and fascia kind of in combat sports is that enhanced athletic performance and incorporating foam rolling into training uh, regimens has been linked with better fascia health, which as you've been hearing is going to lead to better combat sports performance, right? Uh, not, not only that, but just like the recovery in like high impact sports like Muay Thai, they take a lot of on your body when you're competing and doing a lot of intensive training foam, foam rolling will help condition your fascia tissue for resilience and aid in that faster recovery post training. All right. Help your fascia relax. All right. Very important. If you're tense all the time, your body's going to have a hard time getting that blood flow there. All right. So go get a foam roller. I highly recommend it go check it out okay go get a foam roller guys you need to have it i know it's boring do it before you train you know i know you're sitting there and you're talking to your friend anyways before class before training freaking foam roll while you're doing it. you can be on the ground talking to them be that guy okay be that girl so kind of just going to a quick q a here i had a question from uh rad ventures how do i train at home to improve and strengthen my skills and advance in class faster this is from our muay thai community discord so this is a great question. I will say, and I'll keep it super easy at first, shadow boxing. You need to shadow box. The amount of people that refuse to shadow box is, just blows my mind. They want to hit the bag, they want to hit the pads, they want to spar, they want to clinch, yada, yada. Hey, I get it, all right? That stuff's cool. You got to do the boring shit too, all right? Shadow boxing for me is not boring. I have a lot of fun doing it. Uh, but the visualization and muscle memory and programming your body to move appropriately in certain scenarios is very, very important. And really learning on feeling your technique, right? Not just getting a feedback from a pad or a body or a glove or something like that, right? You got to, just like uh, in karate, other martial arts, where they do too much non-contact, but they do a lot, right? And the technique looks freaking fantastic, right? Whereas Muay Thai, some people tend to go the opposite way and they don't do enough of that shadow stuff, right? Um, so really, shadow boxing is, is your key. If you just do like five, 10 minutes a day, you're gonna improve a lot faster than most people. If you're a student at the Putu Muay Thai Academy, not only are you you know doing this in class, but you also have access to our Muay Thai trainingonline.com university course so you can go to muay thai training online.com our pu'u muay thai online university course our at-home training course is a complete eight-week curriculum cycle of at-home stuff you can do that includes shadow boxing body weight conditioning stuff that you can do with minimal equipment or no equipment uh, we actually did this during shutdowns we made this whole course during shutdowns it is an eight-week course it's super awesome i'll put the link down in the show notes uh, I highly recommend it. If you're a student and you're not doing it, again, it's another one of those resources that we have people from all over the world that love this stuff and you're not utilizing it and you get it for free, all right? I'm happy to start charging for it if you guys start using it. If that's what it takes, I'll start charging for it. But I give it to you guys for free. We give it at Putu Muay Thai. You get this online university course for free. So 
go take advantage of that, and that's what's going to help you because it does a lot of the shadow boxing drills. It gives you different ways to shadow box, so that way you're not like, oh, what do I do, All right? So go check that out, MuayThaiTrainingOnline.com, all right? Um, and I want to say thank you, our listener, our people over live on TikTok, our Muay Thai community Discord. Uh, we also just started the uh, Pu'u Muay Thai community uh, channel on Instagram. All right, you can follow it through my personal page uh, at Jonathan Pu'u. Uh, I've also posting links every once in a while on our Instagram story. If this is later on and they take these away, I, it's, it's a new feature that's on Instagram, but I'm using it now. We'll see how it works out. Uh, but it's a great way to stay in the loop of what I'm doing with Muay Thai. I post all that stuff in there, talk about podcasts, things like that too. All right. If you want to support the show, you enjoy our content. We have some, again, we have new knickknacks that are going up online. We have the PMT uh, emblem enamel pins for nine bucks on our online store. They're at like cool little Putu Muay Thai enamel pins. These things will last for freaking ever. They're not the cheap plastic ones that I'm seeing people put on their Crocs. These are like the metal enamel pins. These will last for freaking ever. Go check them out. We also have some limited edition Eat Sleep Tea pins that are still available on there. They're number one through 50. Uh, we've had quite a few people ordering them. I think we have about uh, 35 left as of recording of this show. So go out, go check it out, go buy them. Those are $12 because they are limited edition and they're a little bit bigger. They cost a little bit more to make us. So uh, go get those. I also have a handwritten note on the Eat Sleep Teep ones. Um, you know, just kind of add my personal touch to say thank you. Uh, we have awesome shirts, uh, Eat Sleep Teep shirts. We also have the new Eat Sleep Teep hand wraps that are, getting listed, that are on there. Uh, we currently have pink, black, blue, and red listed. Blue and red are new colors as of the recording of this show. Just got them handmade in Thailand. All right. These are handmade in Thailand. I've seen these same exact hand wraps, just with a different label on it, selling for $22. $22. And I see people buying them. All right. We have the same exact hand wraps with the Eat Sleep Teep. It's neutral. It doesn't have a gym name on it. It says Eat Sleep Teep. Badass, let people know because if you know, you know. For $12, and they ship worldwide. Go check it out pmtlifestyle.com. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and I hope you have a great rest of your week. So, what do you cop? All right, that's it today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys are listening on iTunes, please go leave a review. It means the world to me if you enjoy the content, if you like hearing about all the stuff that has to do with Muay Thai and what we're doing. 